This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. In this week's parasha, the Torah discusses the mitzvah of Kiddush HaChodesh. But there is some halachas or some concepts that are derived that we use for Kiddush Levana. For example, the Gemara in Sanhedrin of Membeza Maral tells us um, anyone who makes the bracha on the new moon, in its proper time, it's as if he's makabal the shechina. And the Gemara learns it from a passage in this week's parish. It says, in this week's parish, and it says that, and that's the source the Gemara tells us in Sanhedrin, the end of the fifth parak, about the, the significance and the importance of being Mekadosh Levana. But the truth is, you can really ask a question, why is it called Kiddush Levana? What does it mean to be Mekadosh Levana, to make holy the Levana? So the Marshag and the Tshuva wants to say something very interesting. He wants to say perhaps the whole word Kiddush Levana, the word that we all know of that uh, describes the process that we do once a month, is really a typo. It was really supposed to be Chiddush Levana, the new moon, like from the of Chadosh, new. And there was a misprint between the letter Ches and the letter Kuf. And somehow it became Kiddush Levana instead of Chiddush Levana. He suggests such a possibility, but he takes it back and he says that he finds it hard to believe because if you look in already in uh, Rishonim and you look in the Beis Yosef and the Ramah, they all have this Nusach of Kiddush Levana. So the assumption is it's probably borrowed from the idea of Kiddush HaChodesh and we apply it to Kiddush Levana. But that's the mitzvah that we know of, the mitzvah of Rabbanon, of being Mekadosh Levana once a month. There is an interesting question, <coughs> a bit of a Hakira, what type of bracha is the bracha on the new moon? It's interesting, the Svardim, they actually call it Birchas Halavana, which makes a lot of sense, because that's really what it is. You're not Mikadish, you're not making holy the moon, but rather you're reciting a bracha over the moon. So there's an interesting Shaila in the Paiskim, what type of bracha is it? And the three options that are given is it's either Birchas HaMitzvah, Birchas HaShevach, or Birchas HaNen. Three different possibilities of what type of bracha this is. And there's much to talk about in the Lom. I just want to mention an interesting machloik between the Mishtabura and the Divri Chaim, the great Sanzer Rebbe. I don't know how often the Mishtabura quotes from the Sanzer Rebbe, but the Mishtabura does quote in the Baralacha. He quotes the Shailah, what happens if a person comes out to be Makadish the Levana? And he just missed the Levana. And he saw the Levana, then the Levana got cloudy. So the question is, can he make the bracha from seeing the Levana? So the Divri Chaim says, yes, he could. And he compares it to making the bracha right after hearing thunder or hearing, or hearing lightning. And the Mishtaburu argues in the Baralacha and there in Simon Tav Chafav, he says, no, it's not a good comparison. And the argument the Mishtaburu seemingly makes is that the bracha on the Levon is a birchas hanenin. You have to be nana from it. So I was, I'm not nana from it. I was nana, but I'm not nana now. As opposed to the bracha on the moon, I'm sorry, as opposed to, let's say, thunder and lightning, there the bracha is not on the hanor, but it's merely a birchas hashavach. And therefore, I perhaps can make the bracha even afterwards and I don't have to make it necessarily being nana from it. In any case, I want to discuss an interesting shayla. There's a Ramah in Hilchas Kiddush Levana. The Ramah writes that we're not Mikadosh Levana under the roof. A person shouldn't be Mikadosh Levana under a roof. And the Mishnah gives two reasons. One reason is because since it's like Mikabol, it's Pnei you should really go out to the opening. Go out to the street to be Mikabol Pnei Don't be Mikabol Pnei from under the roof. From under a, uh, under a roof, just like Lahavdil, if a king would come, or if a president would come, we try to get as close as possible as we can. You wouldn't stand on your front porch if uh, so. If the secret service let you go on the sidewalk, you'd go on the sidewalk. So you should go out to be makabel the paneshchin. Then the achrayin bring down another reason that they that they say we're afraid that if you're going to make the bracha under a roof, it could be there'll be a dead body in the roof and you'll have tumas oil. So Moshe Feinstein, ready in Moshe asks. 
Uh, this is like a very funny chash. All of a sudden, now when it comes to making a bracha, you're worried maybe there'll be a mace in the in the oil, and you have Thomas mace. Why are you chayshish for that? Why are you thinking about that? What's going on over here? So, the Mishtabura actually quotes the svara of going out to be makabel the pnei and that seems to be the ikar reason. But lachayu there should be another nafkamin al halacha. Let's say, for example, by us in shul, so we have the we have uh, the overhang of the building, and then when you go down the ramp, there is no overhang. So I would think, according to the Mishtabura's reason, the the other reason that Achreinim bring down that you have to make sure that you're going, you know, to the street. I would think it's not right to make to do kiddush levana on the on the ramp. Or let's say, for example, you have uh, steps of the shul. So I think I would think it's even though the steps are not under the roof, I would think it's not right to make kiddush levana on the steps. You should go to the street. You should be makadosh levana as as mamas uh, like you agree in the shechina. I would think so. Again, the Mishtabur Pasch is a Bidyeved. You can be Mekadosh Levon even in your own house. But Lechatchila, I would think you should try to go out as much as you can to be Mekadosh Levon in your own We know there's a Magen Avram quotes that we're not Mekadosh Levon but Lel Shabbos. And there are different reasons given why exactly we're not Mekadosh Levon on Lel Shabbos. The interesting thing is the Tshuva Sarajba <coughs> actually writes that he thinks you should be you could be Mekadosh Levon. Because as we pointed out, the Shulchan Aruch writes that one of the best times to be Mekadosh Levon is Matzah Shabbos, because a person is decked out in a Shabbos clothing. So Friday night a person is also decked out. Or let's say, for example, Yom Tif night. And the only Yom Tif that it's negated to do Kiddush Levon would be uh, would be Sukkis and would be Shavuos. Those Yom Tovim, it's still going to be in the in the Zman to get it. So the Ramah says, no, we're not Mekadosh Levona on the first night of Yom, on Yom Tif night. And the Mishnah Buru says, we're not Mekadosh on Friday night. So the question is, why? So when it comes to Yom Tif, some place can bring some interesting Svarah. Let's say, for example, they say the Svarah of Eim Arvin Simcha B'Simcha. Because since you're supposed to be B'Simcha when you're Mekadosh Pnei you're supposed to be B'Simcha Yom Tif, Eim Arvin Simcha B'Simcha. What about for Friday night? So there are two standard reasons besides what the Mishnah Buru says, Al Pikabola, there's... Uh, there's reasons. The simple reason would be is that uh, police can bring down. We're afraid you may come to carry the sitter. Not every community had an eruv, so a choshish that you may come to carry the sitter. But the Mr. Bru and the Sharetim brings down another reason. He says we're worried about the dancing that takes place after the conclusion of Kiddush Levana. That dancing would be us around Shabbos. So I often point out that this lecherish should be a strong raya to those who suggest that uh, the simple circle dancing, uh, you know, that slow moving dance that people do on uh, Shabbos Yom Tif was not included in the banner of uh, of dance dancing on Shabbos. I, I don't know what the Kiddush Levana dancing looked like in Radin in the times of Mr. Buh, but I would venture to believe it wasn't too Lebedic. They probably didn't do the whole rod. They probably didn't uh, have a Lebedic dance. Mr. Buh, they went in a circle like all of us do. And yet the Mr. Buh still considered that a problem for, for Rikud on Shabbos. So I think that's a, a bit of a ride that the Mr. Buh took Rikud on Shabbos very seriously. But the Shiloh that does come up is, let's say, for example, Friday night is the last night. It's the last opportunity. So then the Paiskim suggests in that case, you would be allowed to be Mekadosh Levona on Matzi Shabbos, on Friday night. However, the Aruch HaShulchan writes, in the case when you're Mekadosh Levona on Shabbos, or Yom Tif for that matter, you should only say the actual brach and not all the additional tefillahs. But there's an interesting shayla that the Shari Tshuva discusses, Mr. Buh discusses as well, is what happens if uh, Friday night is not the last night. Let's say Matzi Shabbos is the last night. The question is, can you still do it on Friday night? Because who knows what tomorrow will bring. So the uh, Marsham says that if uh, if the last last time to do Kiddush Levana is, uh, is even, let's say, Sunday night, he thinks you can still do it on uh, Friday night. Because again, who knows what the next couple of days are going to be. Someone asked me, Shaila, what happens a few, uh, la- I think it was last month, 
the end of the Saivzman Kiddush Levana was on Matzah Shabbos. And a person came Friday night and he said, well, he saw in the uh, forecast that they're anticipating rain the whole Shabbos. So it's probably going to be cloudy Matzah Shabbos. Can you do Levana on, on Friday night? So many places came held, yes. They held in such a case, even though it's two nights before, but since we know tomorrow night, it's not going to be Shaykh. It sounds like you could from the Shabbat Sea and it maybe sounds... Like you shouldn't, but from other places, can take a look in the Shabbat Shuvah over there. It sounds like in that case, there's what to be Samechan, coupled with the fact that there's this Shuvah Saraj, but that seems to hold even the Chatechila. You can do it, and you have the Marsham that held that you can even do it a few nights before on Friday night. Besides for the fact that the Gemara says that Kiddush Levan is Kapolos Pnei Ashchina, if you look in other Svarim, there seems to be many Segulas behind Kiddush Levan. For example, the Medri says that if a person does Kiddush Levan, he's not going to die that month. So other Achorayim modify that comment. doesn't mean a person is not going to die at all. It means he's not going to die a Misa Meshunah. He's not going to die a strange death. The Kavachayim tells a story which is already found in earlier places. There was a Yid that was uh, uh, basically on his way to be killed by either robbers or murderers. And they were outside in the street, and they were basically about to kill him. And he asked that he didn't do Kiddush Levani yet that month. And he asked him if he could do Kiddush Levani. He did Kiddush Levani, B'Simcha. And he like flew. He had the power to throw it, to run away, and to fly away from his captives. So you see that Kiddush Levani has unbelievable powers. Okay? Um, they bring down that Kiddush Levani is a school for um, Shaduchim. Because it says that the words in the opening mission in Ksubis, B'Sula Nisus L'Yoy Marivi, the letters spell out Levani. So if a person is a makbin and doing Kiddush Levana, Bekavana, Betziba, they bring down, it's a skula for Shaduchim. They also bring down from Naftali, from, from Reb Naftali, from Rapshitz, the great Rapshitzer, that for women that have uh, abnormal cycles, and they're trying to uh, straighten out their cycles, so today we have medication for that, but he brings down that that's a skula is uh, Kiddush Levana. Now he probably doesn't mean that the women should do Kiddush Levana, because there's a whole discussion in the Paiskim, uh, Rapshitzer Mekluga discusses this, the Magen Avram, and others discuss whether or not Kiddush Levana is technically considered a time-sensitive mitzvah, which women would be exempt or not, and why don't women do Kiddush Levana? It probably means, I guess, their husbands would do Kiddush Levana. And lastly, uh, the stipler is recorded as saying that he thinks, that he says he knows, that Kiddush Levana is a school of a toothache for people that have problems with their teeth. And they quote in the name of Chaim Kanevsky that his mother said that she was having some tooth pain and she uh, told her father, her husband, the stipler, and he dove in that, that month Kiddush Levana for her toothache and the toothache went away. So there's much to discuss in Kiddush Levana. It has an element of Kabbalah's Pnei It also has some segulas behind it, but it's definitely a mitzvah we should try to be careful on. Make sure we are Mikadosh Levana this month. We're not ready to be Mikadosh just yet. We need to wait at least three days. Well, that's a discussion for a different time, but we should try to be Zohir to try to do the mitzvah B'Simcha, B'Kavana in the proper time.